I am going live yet once again for my pain fighter audience. Thank you guys for tuning in. And for you guys that are on the streamline, not the stream, I'm sorry. You guys are on the streamline, thank you. But you guys that are tuning in on the podcast, I thank you also. We're doing both as usual, going live. Yeah, I'm in my car, just kind of just, you know, yeah, it was a hectic day at work. So, you know, I'm just like, you know, I want to make sure to get a message out. Because, you know, I, I don't want to have it be where, you know, I leave you guys without, you know, preaching the word to you, you know, and I mean, it doesn't matter where I am, the word is the word, no matter where I go, so, let's go ahead and dive in, perfect, okay, so, um, today's topic, I want to go ahead and cover, well, first, let's go ahead and cover all the formalities, you guys know, I'm Reverend Lyle Lewis, I am a minister at the Word Evangelistic Church, I'm not the pastor, I am a minister at the Word Evangelistic Church, where the pastor is, Prophet Willie C. Townsend, my co-pastor is Prophet, it's Denise Townsend, um, we're located in Chicago, Illinois, please come check us out if you're in town, if you live in the area, whatever the case, hey, stop by, check us out online, we're, uh, we got our own website, wordevangelisticchurch.com, um, we're on Google, of course. You can Google us. You can find us. Um, get the address. Come on out, or you can Google us or check out YouTube and check us out, and we can get you on the streamline to where you can watch the Word Evangelistic Church. And you can watch my pastor preach the Word of God to you. And I'm telling you, if you like what you hear from me, you'll love what you hear from him because he's the one that taught me everything I know and breaking down the Word of God and how to teach the Word of God. So. Now that we got all the formalities out of the way, again, thank you guys for tuning in. Please click like and subscribe for you guys that are on um, on on the uh, podcast. Please, wherever you are listening to this, whatever platform you're listening to this on, favorite this podcast. I'm asking you because it really helps me get the word out to many other people. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And I cannot express my gratitude enough to for you guys tuning in, taking time with me, and listening to what I got to say. I'm telling you, I'm not going to give you nothing more than what I've been taught, which is the truth of the word of God. All right. Now that we've got that all said and done, let's dive in. Okay. So, you know, with me having started the, you know, the YouTube channel, you know, like I said, I want to start fresh for those that don't know, you know, whether you know what you don't know, but you know, I want to cover everything from the basics. You know what I'm saying? The reason why I want to cover everything from the basics is because, again, you have those that don't know. You have those that don't have the full knowledge. You have those that don't have a full understanding. So I want to make sure to cover every base point so that in this way, there's nothing that they, anybody could say, well, I don't know this. He kind of jumps around on side to side. No, what we're going to do, we started from the beginning and we are going to escalate. All right. We're going to move forward and we're going to constantly build on the basic fundamental basic block building blocks because uh, you know mind you don't get me wrong there are a lot of churches out there that teach the you know the basic fundamentals but they don't teach the basic fundamentals the way that i teach all right they don't teach the basic fundamentals the way my pastor teaches them you know they 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 leave stuff out you know uh i'm not gonna you know woo and wow you with you know goofy bible stories i'm not gonna do that i'm not gonna sit up here and tell you about daniel the lion's den and and you know uh dog on jonah and the whale and all that kind of stuff unless it has some kind of spiritual relevance to the message that i have to preach to you okay whatever it is that the lord puts on my heart to give to you that is what i'm going to do all right so uh let's see where we are okay so so today we are going to cover a topic that is very serious because 
anybody that's saved, you need to understand what the importance of the word of God is. Now, this is a message for the advanced. This is a message for the novices. It doesn't matter. This is a message for everybody. It doesn't matter if you're a sinner, saint. It does not matter. This message is for all. Okay. Now, I'm going to use the scripture. My reference scripture that I want to come from is, uh, let's see. Uh, what do we got? Uh, my reference scripture is um, Matthew 4 and 4. Sorry. Uh, try to. Yeah, you know, you, got, you know how it goes. You're dealing with these goofy devices and whatnot, you know, the signals and all that other kind of stuff. So, um, but. Yeah, we're all good. Okay. So, um, let's see. The. Where was I? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, uh, I'm coming from Matthew the fourth chapter in the fourth verse and it reads as us and he said but he answered talking about jesus but he jesus but jesus answered and said it is written man should not live by bread alone but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of god okay now why is the word of god just that much more important where jesus is saying that it's basically almost either just as important if not more important than food. Why? Understand, like Jesus tells us about food. He says, what goes in the mouth, it goes into the body, comes out through the draft. So what does that mean? Meaning it goes in and it leaves. It's not something that stays in you, but the word of God, you put it in your heart, you put it in your mind, you put it in your spirit, you apply it to your daily lifestyle. You, you go about and you live the life that the word of God tells you to do it. That's something that stays within you. At least it should stay within you. You get what I'm saying? Why should it stay within you? Because, okay, look at everything else that you do. You go to work, you learn stuff, you go to school, you learn stuff, and these things stay with you, right? How many of us remember stuff that we learned in school? Not a lot, but we do remember some stuff that we learned in school. I don't care, college, junior high, you know, high school, whatever. We There's things that we've learned from school. There's things we've learned from the job. And we take these things and we apply them to our everyday life. All right? How many of us use math every day? How many of us use spelling every day? How many of us, you know, use, you know, English and all these other kinds of, you know, these, these are things that we learn in school. It's the same with the word of God. The word of God comes to you, and when the word of God is preached unto you, you're supposed to retain it. You're supposed to bring it in, retain it, let it sink into your mind, you know, meditate on it. Let it grow within you, okay? Why? Like Jesus said, he said, man doesn't live by bread alone. So what does this mean? Meaning like, you shouldn't just have it be where the only thing you're doing is just living in your everyday, daily, day-to-day -day life going through, and the only thing you're worried about is just catering to the body. Why? Because when the word of God is applied to your body, when it is applied to your life, when it is applied to your spirit, when it is applied to your mind, it does make things ultimately better. Mind you, Satan will come. I want to get that clear. Satan will come and attack. But if you are an individual that's saved, when Satan attacks, you'll know how to handle the attack. See, it's one thing if Satan attacks and you're unprepared. It's one thing if Satan attacks and you don't know what to do. It's one thing if Satan attacks and you're just completely lost as to what's going on. You know what I'm saying? It's just like when somebody gets into a fight. If somebody gets in, if somebody walks into a fight, and when I mean walk into a fight, meaning they are like, I'm going to fight this guy. They got it already purposed in their mind. I'm going to fight this guy. Me and him are going to get, you know, we're going to throw hands and so on and so forth. They got a better chance of walking out of that fight than they do as if somebody just up and threw a punch out of nowhere and, and, and you know, hit him in the face or something like that. You get what I'm saying? You know, if somebody gets that one sucker punch, 
You know what I'm saying? You you are dazed and confused. But if you walk into a fight like I'm ready for this, or if somebody's coming after you and you're like, okay, I'm ready for my opponent, you know, you know what I'm saying? That's what the word of God does for you. It prepares you. It prepares you for life. It prepares you for attacks, spiritual attacks. It prepares you for natural attacks. And I don't necessarily mean like physical natural attacks. I mean like persecution. Okay? Because when you get saved, you are going to be persecuted. And this, if you allow this persecution to get to you, it will discourage you. It will sadden you. It will depress you. It will make you feel as though life is not worth living. And it will definitely make you feel like your salvation is not worth anything. Why? That is a tactic from Satan. That is a tactic from other people that see that you are saved. Let me explain something to you. There's a lot of people out there that if, when they find out that you are living, you know, a holy lifestyle, that you're saved. It may not seem like it. It may not seem like it. People are watching you. They are watching you and they are watching you. Okay. You are, when the Bible says you are compassed about with such a grand stand of witness, Bible never lies. Okay. Trust me. It's not just talking about a natural grandstand. It's talking about a spiritual also. You're being watched by God, the devil, demons, angels, people, children. You're being watched. Okay. People have taken note to what you have done. How you have made a new step in your life towards something better. Trust me. You're being watched. And you got people who are watching you for good. You got people that are watching you for evil. Okay. If you do not keep the word of God in your heart, if you do not retain the word of God in your mind, then what's going to happen is when these people who are not watching you for good, when they come up against you and they will, you're not going to know what to do. Again, same way, like I said, when you're walking into a fight or you know that a fight is coming, you're prepared. You get yourself prepared for the fight. You know what I'm saying? You 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 know you 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 get your mindset that you know you're ready to take on an opponent. It's the same way spiritually. With the word of God, it prepares you in spiritual ways, mentally, it prepares you physically, it prepares you emotionally, and that's a one thing, that's a big thing that you need to get control over. I had to learn that um, you know, in this Christian journey. I had to get control of my emotions. Okay? Your emotions will lead you completely astray. All right. Why? Because the word of God will come forth and it will tell you to do things, give you instructions. It will tell you how to do things, what to do, what not to do, what you should be involved in, what you shouldn't be involved in. If you do not have control over your feelings, your feelings will try to come in and tell you that you should do something contrary to the word of God. Your feelings will come in and try to tell you that the pastor doesn't know what they're talking about. The minister doesn't know what he's saying. They don't understand, you know, your emotions. Your mind, your thoughts are going to always come up against everything that the word of God is trying to tell you. Okay. Now, again, if you are not properly prepared, if you are not, you know, uh oh, if you are not, uh, 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 you know, spiritually prepared as far as you have the word of God, you know, anchored within you, then you are going to wind up following after your flesh, meaning your emotions, your thoughts your feelings, you know, what you think, you know, your own righteousness. These are how these things establish. People ask question, how is self-righteousness established? Self-righteousness is established according to people's thoughts and their feelings that are go contrary to the word of God. Okay. If the word of God tells you, and I'm just going to use this as an example, because, you know, we all, you know, a lot of us know more about lustful, like sexual lustful situations than we do uh, other things. Um, 
But if the Bible tells you, for example, hey, look, if you turned your life over to God, then, hey, look, you cannot uh, you can't fornicate anymore. You can't uh, live with somebody that you're dating and, 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 and pretend like you're married. You have to marry this individual or y'all got to, you know, separate until you get married. You can still. You know, the, you know, the church world, you know, they want to call it friends. You know, you can still be boyfriend and girlfriend, but you have, you know, no sex, you know, no, you know, going around each other, doing things that's going to tempt the flesh, no living together. Go get married. You can live together and do whatever the hell you want. But until then, hey, you got to keep things to a limit. Now, your feelings and your thoughts will be, I've been living with this person all this time. I don't have to have sex with them. I can just stay in the house with them. I don't have to. I got bills. The Lord don't understand. God would not understand this. The word of God. God has, you know, the word of God is settled in heaven. God has spoken the word. Jesus Christ is God. You know, the three that bear witness, bear witness in heaven, the father, the son, and the word, uh, the father, the son, which is the word and the Holy ghost. These three are as one. Okay. So therefore, if the word of God is being spoken by Jesus, it's being spoken by God. If the word of God is being given to you by the Holy ghost, it's being given to you by God. How do I know this? Because even Jesus Christ said, if they don't accept you, then they don't accept me. And if they don't accept me, then they don't accept my father, which sent me. Okay. So when the word of God is being preached in spirit and also in truth, then you need to accept it. And you need to accept it just as it comes. Mind you, read the word of God for yourself so that you can see that these things are so. All right. Now, what would be the scripture that backs up that, you know, and again, we're just using as an example, although this is a very good example because this is a very truthful thing that a lot of, I see a lot of uh, uh, individuals that, that fresh, that come fresh into salvation, they struggle with. They are living with somebody that they're not married to and they don't understand why they got to give them up. Well, the Bible tells you, don't go around anything that wars against your flesh. Obviously, you're living with this, this, this man or this woman, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whatever, because you like them, love them. And, you know, if you're in a relationship with them, come on now, you're attracted to the individual. Who the hell is in a relationship with somebody that they're not attracted to, right? So quite naturally, that is a temptation. So how do you keep going to God saying, Lord, deliver me from temptation when you're constantly around temptation? God tells you to come out from amongst things, people, temptation. Don't go around things. When the word of God tells you to do something, follow the instructions. It's beneficial to you. All right. It's important to your salvation because when the word of God goes forth, the word of God is giving you the proper instruction so that you can present yourself clean and holy unto Christ so that he can present you clean and holy unto God. The Bible said that Jesus Christ will present the church unto God without spot or wrinkle. You have to be a part of that church. But in order for you to be a part of the church, just like with anything else, when you go join an organization, you go join a martial arts school, you go join a dance, uh, a ballet school, a dance school, you go join a dog on anything. Any, I don't care where you are. Work, recreation, doesn't matter. When you go somewhere and you join something, a health club, uh, 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 even memberships online, they have guidelines and rules that you have to follow. There's guidelines and rules on YouTube. There's guidelines and, and rules on, on, uh, um, um, what is this, uh, uh, platform that I'm on, on, uh, Anchor. That's the, the podcast platform that I'm streaming on. Um, you know, thank you guys for tuning in. Hey, Anchor, thank you guys. Appreciate all the hard work that you did for allowing me to do this and you guys at YouTube. But, um, 
There's rules and guidelines on these platforms online. There's rules and guidelines in a church. There's rules and guidelines at schools. There's rules and guidelines at clubs. There's rules and guidelines at people's houses that you have to follow. And if you don't follow these rules, you get the boot. It's the same way in God. You don't follow the guidelines. Now, mind you, remember, God says in his word, I will never leave thee nor forsake thee. But it's not to say that you can't walk away from God. You got a lot of people who they walk away from God. The Lord doesn't leave them. They tell God, hey, I'll be right back. And then they're never seen. God, and then, oh, hey, hey, you just stay right here. I'll be back. No, God says, if you're, if, if, he, he says, you draw unto me, I'll draw unto you. You need the word of God so then this way you can draw closer to God, especially if you're getting fresh, if you're freshly saved, if you're new to new to salvation, or if you're somebody who's new to your Christian journey of trying to be more Christ-like and not trying to be religious, more trying to be more Christ-like and not trying to be uh, hung up on, on religion, uh, 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 denominations and things like that you're not hung up on traditions you want to be hung up more on then you need the word of god because it is the, it's the word of god that's going to instruct you how to do that you need the word of god because it's the word of god that instructs you how to get closer to god how to get closer to christ how to get become a whole you know individual spiritually it's the word of God that tells you how to please God it's the word of God that tells you how to come up to the standards it's the word of God that tells you what the standards are you got it where a lot of these churches are not preaching these standards. Okay? They're not. They're not covering standards and statutes and commandments and this and that. If anything, they'll cover the Ten Commandments and that's it. And they'll make the people think that they're doing okay. Hey, as long as you're not killing, stealing, as long as you're obedient to your mom and your dad, as long as you pay your tithes, you know, and, and even in churches ain't necessarily uh, uh, enforcing that you pay tithes, right? They just want you to pay tithes as long as you're paying something. As long as you're paying your tithes, um, as long as you say you put God first, they're not, you know what I'm saying? You need to go and find out things like when the Ten Commandments are, when it says, when the when the Word of God said, when the Ten Commandments start off, it says, uh, hear ye, O Israel, honor the Lord thy God with all thy heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love, uh, you know, put no other God before me. You know what I'm saying? You need to go and study the Word of God for yourself. Have the Word of God broken down to you spiritually so that you can get a full understanding of what that first commandment is. Because you got a lot of pastors can't break down that first. They can't. They can't break down that first commandment. Why? Because they have God's in front of the Lord. They got God's ahead of God's. Their God is their belly. They put all, all kinds of things before God. So therefore, they can't break it down because they're not living. And understand this. This is the reason why I, and I got, oh, I got a good uh, special treat for you guys. I got a great special treat. It's coming up. I'll, I'll, if I remember, I'll give an announcement at the end of the uh, of the streamline and the podcast so that you guys can be sure to keep tuning in. I got something coming up. Very good. But, you know, how can one teach except he be son? Even the Bible says, you know, how can, um, let's see, you know, how can one teach except he be sent? And how can one be sent except he's sent by God? You know, you need, you need somebody who has the knowledge of God. You need somebody who has the knowledge of the word of God. When I say the knowledge of the word, I'm not just talking about they know about the Bible. I'm talking about somebody who knows about the Bible because they live it. They study it. 
They understand it. And they can relay it unto you to where you can do the same. Live it, understand it. Because if you don't understand it, how can you live it? If you don't understand it, how can you study it to the fullest? If you don't understand it, how can you take it and put it in you to where you retain it for your good? You can't. This is the reason why it's important to go to church. You need somebody to break the word of God down to you. Yeah, you can read the Bible on your own. Fantastic for those that can read. All right. But here's the problem. Everybody can't read. Let's just be honest. You got a lot of people who are illiterate. They do really honestly do not know how to read. Okay. Look, dude, at times when I, when, you know, I'll listen to, I'll listen to the Bible on, you know, boot it up on YouTube, go to Google, put in, you know, audio Bible and, you know, boot up the app. As long as you got a Wi-Fi connection, the, the app will read the Bible to you. You can't read. That's just for those that can't read. Or, you know, maybe those that can read and it's like, you know, maybe you can't read at the moment. You know what I'm saying? For whatever reason, you know, there's many times I'm driving. I got the Bible playing. It's playing. It's, it's, it's the Bible's being read to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm still retaining the knowledge. I study the Bible myself. I read the Bible. You know, I study and read. You know what I'm saying? I have the, you know, I I, I listen to the Bible so that in this way, it keeps me something, it keeps something on my mind to meditate on. You need something that is going to occupy your mind because there's another thing that's going to happen when, especially those who first come into salvation, your mind will somehow, it will drift one of two ways. It will either become uh, you will either find out what everything, what's really going on in your mind. Meaning this, if you're, if you're, if you're lustful, angry, you know, spiteful, if you got just whatever bad spirits are in you, when you first get saved, they are going to come out. They're going to come out and cause it's going to be, they're not going to want to be obedient to you, you know, your new lifestyle. So they're going to come out and try to get you to go back to being the same individual you were before you dedicated your life over to God. Okay, that's what I had to go through. When I got saved, man, I went through like I just I was angry for no reason. Everybody frustrated me. I was angry with everybody and I did not know why. Okay, I could not understand why. But the more I kept pumping the word of God into my mind, the more I kept pumping the word of God, I relaxed my spirit. I Don't get me wrong. I'm not going to be like I'm perfect. Just like, you know, yeah, I don't get. Yes, I get mad. Yes, I do. But compared to what I was, there's great progress. Why? Because the word of God allowed me to do it. I'm delivered from my anger and stuff now. There's a lot of things I've gotten delivered from. My anger, you know, the, the, the feeling of just being angry and frustrated with everybody. Like, I just like, like if anybody came, it didn't matter who they were. Like, I just got frustrated. I just, just got angry. I didn't want to deal with people. You know what I'm saying? But as... I came more to the knowledge of the word of God, studied the word of God, you know, got the word of God more and more down in my spirit. I was able to balance out that, you know what I'm saying? That, 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 that spirit of anger and that spirit of hatred and that spirit of just rage and balance it out, mellow it out and just, just keep chopping it, keep chopping it down, keep chopping it and shaving it down until finally I was able to defeat it. It was gone. You know what I'm saying? I could be around people and I wasn't angry for no reason. I could be around people and I could talk to them. I could fellowship. I didn't you know it wasn't just that people came around. I'm just like, oh my God, I hate being around people. It's just like, no, I could be, I could fellowship. You know what I'm saying? I can talk to people. I could be nice to people. You know what I'm saying? You, you go that way or the other way your mind is going to go, you're going to become idle. 
You know what I'm saying? You got a lot of people who they weren't necessarily battling things. They weren't necessarily like an off balance kind of individual, you know, and, and then they get, they, they wind up getting saved. And then next thing you know, they have such an idle mind. What do you mean an idle mind? Meaning your mind is empty. You're not thinking on anything. You're not focused on anything. You know, you know, you don't have anything that's running through your head. That so, what happens with the idle mind? Let me say the idle mind is the devil's workshop. Okay, the idle mind being a devil workshop, meaning that is an open playground for Satan to come in and put fear. So therefore, what's going to happen is you went, okay, like I said, you got two ways that you can go. So when the devil sees you got an idle mind, he's going to do something to put you on that emotional side. And if you allow those emotions to get the better of you because see those emotions will try to fight against the nature of Christ that's in you it will try to fight against the word of God that is being preached to you and that you put in you so that then this way if it grows and if it becomes the champion of you then it winds up dictating how you receive the word of God and if your emotions and your thoughts and Satan your self-righteousness start to dictate how you receive the word of God then you're not going to receive the word of God because if you can't the Bible says eat the whole roll you can't pick and choose what you want out of the word of God you can't say oh okay well I'll take the encouragement from the word of God but he can keep the stuff about uh, 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 fornication I'll take the blessings of the word of God but you can keep the stuff about me hating my neighbor I'll take the the, the, the that people should do be good do good unto me but uh, you can leave the stuff of where I got to do good unto others I'll take it to where people should forgive me but I'm gonna you know what I'm saying I, I'll take the part where people should be, but I want to leave the part where where the Bible says if somebody does me wrong turn the other cheek you got to accept everything of the word of God. I'm trying to keep away from the sun. Sorry, guys, but you know, I'm just, like I said, I got to get the word out. I'm just happy to be able to preach to you. So, excuse me. So, you know, if you allow your emotions to take you over, it will make it to where the word of God will have less and less and less and less effect. Why? It's just like water or just like if you pour any kind of liquid into a glass, Right. And then you pour another liquid that's not the same liquid. You're diluting the original liquid. Therefore, it becomes something different. Therefore, it's not what you originally, you know what I'm saying? When you became saved, you became saved, you became, you know, let's just say, okay, you became clear water. All right. Now, when your emotions start getting mixed in, your thoughts, your self-righteousness and all these other kind of things that you allowed yourself to dip off into you, that you allowed Satan to drag you off into. Now what you're doing is you're pouring different ingredients into that water. OK, notice prime example when you make when you get water and you put Kool-Aid into the water. Notice you don't call it water anymore. You call it Kool-Aid, Kool-Aid, right? You call it whatever flavor kool-aid that you poured in there you don't know you no longer call it water right yeah am i right or am i right you no longer you know when you put water in a freezer you no longer call it water you call it ice now it's something different right it takes on a whole different property even though it derived from water it's something completely different it's the same way when it comes down to you protecting the word of God and accepting the word of God within you. If you don't accept the word of God and protect it, it's important to protect it. You become something different. Now let's go. Let's go. Let's backtrack for a second. How do you protect the word of God? That is a very good question. How does one protect the word of God in their spirit, in their mind? 
One, stay in studying. Stay in studying. Stay around the word of God. Studying, you know what I'm saying? Keep it, like, keep it ever before you. All right. That's not to say that, you know, you just stop living life. You're going to, you know, you got to go to work. You got to go to school. You got to, you know, interact with people. I'm not saying just shut out the world. No. But give yourself enough time to be able to do some decent studying and do some decent retaining of the word of God, meditation, whatever the case may be. All right. Number two, listen to what the word of God is saying when the word of God is being preached. Truly, genuinely listen with all of your heart and full attention. Let the word of God break down to you what the Bible is saying. Let the let the preaching of the word of God, I should say, let the preaching of the word of God break down to you what the written word says. Because if you don't have an understanding what the written word says, then there's the you know then then then, then you trying to protect the word of God in you, it's going to be kind of hard to do. Because you're not going to know what you're not going to know exactly what to protect. You know what I'm saying? If you're battling your mind, you need to know what scriptures to protect in your mind for that. If you're battling lust, you need to know what scriptures to protect in your mind. But if Satan just can tell you anything, you go throwing all kinds of scriptures that Satan. you got to know. Again, prime example, you got to know how to fight an individual, right? If somebody comes at you with a sword, you got to you got to either have a shield or a sword to fight back with. Right. You need another weapon to fight that individual back. Same way with the word of God. When Satan attacks you, when the world attacks you, when when circumstances and situations, trials and tribulations, when they attack you, you need a weapon to fight back with. But if the word of God is not in you, you have no weapon. Hence the reason why the Bible calls the word of God the sword of the spirit Said, take the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness, the shield of faith and the sword of spirit, which is the word of God. That is your weapon. But your faith does no good without the word of God. It's good, you know what I'm saying? It's the same way in fighting. It's all good to have a shield, but, you know, um, you're going to still need, you know, you, a shield is good to have in a fight. But a shield is useless if all you're doing is shielding yourself because eventually somebody will get past the shield. You need something that is going to keep your enemies at bay because you can only protect. Look, you can only use a shield in one direction, right? You take a shield, you can only hold that shield in one direction. But the word of God is the sword. So therefore, you've got the shield in one hand, the sword on the other hand, and it can help cover more points. Get what I'm saying? It's just like when you have to fight multiple people. I talk about fighting. You know, I'm a martial artist. I, you know, that's, I'm sorry. I, yeah, I, I love fighting. But you go fighting people. I don't not like violently. Like you know, I go out and start street fights and bar fights and stuff like that. No, I just like you know, sparring, martial arts stuff. But yeah, just to clarify. But um, you know, you fight a group of people. You want somebody at your back. You know what I'm saying? Two people, you know, can take down more people than one person. Hey, if it's just me, then I can only face in one direction and face maybe one, two, or three attackers at a time. Like three most, four if I'm just completely that good. But you can't fight, you know, you know what I'm saying? But you can only fight maybe two attackers at a time. Most people can only really just really honestly fight two attackers. Three, if they just are just, they're just gonna be like fight or flight response and their brain is just checked out, all right? But do you get what I'm saying? So therefore, you need that extra, 
You know what I'm saying? You need that extra partner. You need that extra defense. You need that extra offense. You need that extra uh, uh, power within you. How do you protect it? Study and keep the word of God before you. Listen to the word of God being broken down to you so that you can understand what it is that you're studying. Fellowship with other individuals that are saved. Fellowship with other individuals that are saved. In other words, go to church. Okay? Go to church. Why do you go to church? Because if you don't wind up going to church, you're just going to wind up slipping back into the world. All right? It's different if you don't have a church home. That's a, that's a whole different thing. If you're somebody who's trying to find a church home, you don't have one yet, that's different. But if you're somebody who has a good church home, the word of God is being preached. The pastor is an honorable individual that's leading you in the way of Christ. And he is an honorable man that is setting a good example and has no scandals and things like that against him. If he is leading you in the right way, then you need to attend that church. So then this way you can be around other individuals who are striving to be God-like as you are. Striving to protect the word of God within them like you are. Okay? You need that because it will help you to continue on it will help you to talk to people who know what to say to encourage you because they've been through what you're going through it will help you to get with individuals who are currently going through what you're going through to where y'all can pray with and for each other you'll be around people that you can look to look up to that people that will encourage you inspire you to become better but the fourth thing it's accepting it. So this is the most important thing. Accept what you read and accept what you are being taught, providing you are being taught the right thing. Because there's a lot of people that are not being taught the right thing, and you know you're not being taught the right thing. Okay? You know. But this is also the reason why I tell you. You need to go and study the word of God for yourself so that then this way you can get a grasp on what is right and what is wrong. And then you can get the proper understanding of what is right and what is wrong when the Holy Ghost breaks down the word of God to you. If you're not getting the proper understanding, if you're not trying to go after God, if you're not trying to retain the word of God in your spirit, in your mind, in your soul, in your heart, if you're not hanging around the right kind of people, then Satan can find a way to weasel himself in and corrupt you, drag you away from your salvation, make you give up, make you feel as though serving God is not the thing. But it all starts with you accepting the word of God. Yes, you know, you got to get saved and whatnot, but after salvation, then what? What, you just go on and just, you just walk around with just the, uh, uh, just the, the, the so-called salvation title? No, no, no. Bible says faith without works is dead. This is the reason why it's important for you to know the word of God so that then you can understand why faith is important, why prayer is important, what prayer is for, what faith is for, what the word of God is for, why the word of God is important, why you, all these things that I'm talking about are important. You will know you'll have a full understanding of them because the word of God will break it down to you. It will explain it to you. This is what your pastor should be doing. He should be breaking down the word of God to you, explaining the word of God to you, explaining why, you know, these different things are important that you, you know, get yourself involved in the word. But 
If the pastor's not for real, if he's not tied in with God, if he's only out for his own belly, he's not going to do these things. If the only thing he's worried about is membership and tithes and offering, he's not going to do these things. The only thing he's worried about is trying to, you know, uh, uh, maintain a, a certain image or a status in the church. He's not going to do these things. But as a true shepherd, that is one who's preaching the word of God the way that the Lord wants him to preach it. A true shepherd, meaning one who's doing the Lord's will the way that God wants him to. They will give you the word of God the way that you're supposed to get it. So understand, when the word of God goes forth, you know, you need to make sure that you accept it. Don't try to sugarcoat it. Don't try to water it down. Don't try to justify yourself. When you justify yourself, that's you trying to water down the word of God. You hear the word of God. Okay, the word of God says, okay, don't be greedy. You, oh, well, you know, I, I got bills and, 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 and well, what exactly does the Lord mean? Don't be greedy. Pay your tithes off the top. Pay your tithes off the gross. Off the gross? Oh, man, that's a couple of hundred. Like, I mean, why can't God just accept the net? Why can't you just accept what the word of God said? You said you're trying to get to heaven. Last time I checked, heaven's not trying to come to you. You're trying to get there. I never once seen Great America come to an individual. Everybody had to go to Great America. I never seen Disneyland or Disney World come to an individual. I seen the people go to Disneyland and Disney World. It's the same way with heaven and God. Heaven doesn't come down to an individual and say, okay, well, hey, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna come down to you sort of then this way you can, you know, we can we can make sure that no, you gotta work your way to heaven. We'll work for good grades. We'll work for promotions. We'll work for raises. We'll work for good standing with other people. We'll work for forgiveness from other people, trust from other people. Why can't we work that same way towards God, towards the spirit of God, towards heaven? It starts with things like accepting the word. But he answered, he's talking about Jesus and said, it is written. It is written. So it's in the word. Man shall not live by bread alone, meaning you are not going to live by just the nutrition of your body. Man shall not live by bread alone. You, you're going to need more than just to take care of the body. Everybody's so hung up on taking care of the body. Everybody's so hung up on making sure that they're clean as far as the body. Everybody's so hung up on making sure that they took a bath. Everybody's so hung up on making sure that their breath smells good. Everybody's so hung up on making sure that you don't have any boogers in your eyes. But what about your spirit? Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word. So therefore, the bread is going to only last you so long. What you do for the outer body is only going to last you for so long. But by every word, that word is going to last you for eternity. Nobody's going to care about the clothes you wore, you know what I'm saying, a year ago, two years ago, five years ago, six months ago. Nobody's going to care about the shoes that you wore. Nobody's going to care about the car you drive. Nobody's going to care about the cologne you wore, the perfume you had. Nobody's going to care about the jewelry or the makeup. Nobody's going to care about any of that stuff. It's not to say don't do it. Do it. You know, you should take care of yourself. You should have decent, proper hygiene, of course. But nobody's going to care about that, especially when you die. Nobody's going to be like, oh, they always smelled so nice. and they. Nobody's going to care about that. And if they do, guess what? You're not going to be around to hear it. I assure you, God is not going to care that you use oh that you used to 
wear top name brand cologne. God's not going to care. He's going to care about what you did for your inner man. I guarantee you that. Now you get your inner man right. And then you go and you fix up the outer man. Oh, now you got something. That's how my pastor taught to do it. That's what he did. He fixed up his inner man. He got the outer man. Hey, his inner man and his outer man both shine. You don't believe me? Check out check out some of the podcasts. Uh, not podcasts, but check out some of the streamlines. You say, oh man, that man shines. He shines. All right? And I'm not talking about because of his suits. I'm talking about because of his spirit. You see the spirit of that man. My pastor is almost 70 years old. Not very many, not very many men are getting around as well as he does at 70. You know what I'm saying? His his spirit brings out the clothes that he wears. His spirit brings out the the, the his conversation. His spirit brings out the teaching of the word. You know what I'm saying? Why? Because here's a man, my pastor is taking the word of God and put it in him to where now everything about him, like the Bible says, let your light shine. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what I'm doing. I, I preach the word of God. I'm letting my light shine. How? Because I accept the word of God and I set a good example. I do my best to get the word of God out to you guys so that in this way, hey, I want those. There are those that are listening to me that know that I preach the word of God. They watch me. I want them to see the light shining within me. I want them to see that I'm not all talk. I'm not bark. I'm 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 bark. Hey, I'm barking, but I'm letting you know I got bite. In other words, I got works. I got the lifestyle to back up the salvation. I got the battles with Satan under my belt and the experience to prove it because I accepted the word of God from somebody else who accepted the word of God. He had to accept the word of God for himself. And when he preached the word of God unto me, I had to accept the word for myself. And when I did, things worked, things happened, things, you know, I overcame, I got delivered. You got so many people sitting around. I don't understand this. Uh, why the Lord this? Why the Lord that? Strengthen your mind. Strengthen your spirit. Get your get out of your emotions and dive into the word of God. One, the word of God might be able to tell you what it is that's going on in your life. And if the word of God isn't telling you what's going on in your life, it will definitely strengthen you for whatever it is you're going through in your life. It'll make it to where whatever it is you're going up against, it won't be that big of a deal. You will definitely be able to overcome it. You'll definitely be able to overthrow it. But again, it's up to you. You got to make that step. You know what I'm saying? Take the word of God. It's not going to hurt you. It's all for your benefit. Take the word of God and put it in your heart. Take the word of God and keep it in your mind. Keep it before you. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying, again, I'm not saying don't interact with man. Don't interact in life and so forth and so forth. But make sure that the Lord is a part of your day. It doesn't matter how saved you are. And when I say how saved, I'm not necessarily talking about how what level of righteousness you think you have. No, I mean, it doesn't matter how. In other words, it doesn't matter if you're a new convert. It doesn't matter if you're a, you're, you're, you're a senior citizen vet. Does not matter. Take care of your inner man. Take care of your mind. If you do these things, I assure you. You won't have any problem with God. Whatever problem Satan throws at you, you'll be able to brush them off. 
I'm not saying this because I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm saying this because I've done these things. I've used the word of God. I've gotten Satan off of my back. I've gotten life circumstances off my back. Yeah, there's a lot of other things that I'm battling, but here's the thing. That's one thing for somebody to be battling and losing the battle. It's a whole other thing for an individual to be battling, handling the battle, and still able to function. Would I like to be winning the battle? Yeah, it'll happen in time. But I can say that with confidence because I have the word of God within me. Those that don't have the word of God within them, they're not, they don't speak in confidence. They speak very downcast and downtrodden. I hope so. I don't know. So make sure that you keep the word of God very, very, very much protected within you. The word of God is desperately important to your salvation, to your life, to your mental health, to your spiritual health, even to your physical health. Thank you guys for tuning in. By all means, hey, everybody, click like, subscribe, like the like the uh, the podcast, wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast at um, like the podcast for me, please um, click like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Hit the bell icon. You know, if you want to listen to me, preach the word of God, by all means, click the bell icon. I'll get the word of God out to you. If you want to hop over to my other channel and, and no, the other playlist and listen to me rant on about goofy stuff. Click the bell icon so that I can tell you what it is that I'm doing online. Hey, for those of you who are tuning in to me, who follow me from comic novels, you might as well go on back to comic novels also, because I assure you, comic novels is making a big, big, big return, and it's going to be here to stay. So thank you guys for tuning in on YouTube. Thank you guys for tuning in on Anchor or wherever it is that you're listening to this podcast. I will see you guys later. Be safe. Stay safe. Later. Later.